Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Just like the rest of the world on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We're doing a little bit of what we normally do and a little bit of coronavirus news because that is what's going on in the world right now. And of course, pop culture is also following that lead. But here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, we have a guest to introduce. And uh, Holly, why don't you do the honors of introducing this guest? Because it's somebody who you are personally connected to. Yes. So our guest is a person by the name of Craig, Craig Melhorn. And I know Craig from way back in the day. He was my high school band teacher, my senior year of high school. Oh, all the way back in the day. And he's currently living and working in Rome, Italy. Oh, my gosh. This is wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us, Craig. Hello. Hello. Now, of course, we would like to pepper you with questions about what kind of student Holly was. Yeah, clearly. (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) But that's not why we've gathered here today. We've gathered because you are in Italy, and there's, uh, you know, Italy, you're uh, like slightly farther ahead of us in terms of getting the coronavirus and what's happening as a result. Can you give us a little update of what's going on for you? Um, well, about a week ago, it started really getting um, time progressing. Our school and the prime minister basically, you know, said that all schools and universities are uh, um, can be closed until April 3rd. So that's kind of where it started. Um, we kind of had a small kind of, uh, we started slowly into that. We kind of had a precursor to that but then that's kind of where we started doing all online teaching things started kind of being you know ramped up of you know being cautious and washing the hands and keeping your distance Mm -hmm. and then um the last this last few days where you've probably seen too is the lockdown um based you know even last night every day there kind of comes a new the next level of lockdown so we're currently in like you can't leave your you know, you're home. Only one person at a time can leave. You can get groceries and uh, pharmaceuticals and kind of basic needs, uh, emergency stuff. But yet, but only one person at a, one person at a time out of the family can leave. So it's it's been kind of a whirlwind of you know we're just kind of keeping at ease and take care of yourself. You could still go for an afternoon walk. Things kind of closed down at noon, but now everything's kind of closed. Groceries, uh, I mean, shopping centers 
and um, just non-essentials are all closed except for groceries and pharmacy and hospitals. And if you can work from home, you work from home. If you need to leave the city, uh, you need to fill out a form and there's checkpoints. So it's kind of intense uh, right now. And so we're just kind of, well, it's all kind of new in the last 24 to 48 hours to kind of get your head around it. So that's kind of where we're at. Hey, Craig, um, I was going to ask you, how are you? I mean, obviously, everybody's connected by social media um, in this day and age, no matter where you live on the planet. But when you're finding out about things like, hey, only one person can leave your house at a time or, hey, you can't travel without this form. How are you being informed of that? Is everybody, um, you know, watching the same uh, television channel or listening to the same radio station or looking at the same Twitter account? Like, how, how are you guys getting information regularly? Uh, well, since we're expats or Americans, I'm a, an American teacher at an American school, actually, you know, so we have, you know, these group chats. And so we kind of inform each other um, with some of the things. A lot of, um, a lot of the things are written in Italian, um, but then they're, um, but also the American embassy has a, um, they do updates as well. Um, so if you, you live in Rome, you can get a Rome and U.S. Embassy update. So you're kind of getting some of these updates from various things. And so, but, you know, just like America, um, you know, people put out information all the time that may be true or untrue or early or late until it's verified. Um, And so it's like, it's just, we're always constantly, uh, you know, can we go for a walk? Can you take your dog out for a walk? Can you, you know, it's like, we're just always constantly Hmm. trying to verify. But so a lot of the things is, uh, my coworkers that have lived here for a long time, that's um, that's kind of where we're um, – I'm getting my information of the sources of they're kind of verifying some of the information that's coming out through the media, um, through the, um, the different channels of newspapers and the government. Mm-hmm. We're talking to Craig Melhorn. He's talking to us from Rome uh, and telling us a little bit about – um, kind of how they're isolating in Rome. And I, I have to ask you, Craig, like emotionally, yeah. are you scared? Are you um, tense? Are you, I mean, kind of what's happening emotionally for you and people around you? Uh, well, I'm a, you know, I'm a high school band director in, by trade. So I'm usually a problem solver. That's kind of my trade. Um, so I, I'm kind of taking it right now. It's kind of surreal. It's kind of your little bit. I think I'm in like the first couple stages of denial mm. of like, this is actually that's, happening. That's my um, favorite zip code, Craig, just so you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I like, but it's Italy and it's Italians and we like to be, I mean, this is one of the reasons why people come here is like, you're out and about and you're social. I um, mean, it's, it's about getting a morning cafe and it's a, you know, going afternoon aperitivo and nightly dinners, you know, go to dinner at nine or 10 o'clock at night. We're just constantly social. Um, and that's what makes it so great. So that's, you know, um, that's kind of the hardest thing is just the seclusion of not being that social, that connection. And so that's probably one of the hardest things is just that human connection mm-hmm. um, with people day to day. And I think that's just universal um, no matter where you're at. It's just, you're, you just feel isolated and trapped and it's, um, but you know, you, you know, it's for the better good. It's doesn't, you know, it doesn't change the situation, but you understand. And so it's, 
Yeah, so that's probably the hardest thing right now. Yeah. But again, it's very new. Like yesterday afternoon, I could go out for a walk until 6 o'clock because mm. um, that's when they closed everything. But now last night they put the decree in, so now you can't, you know. So it's all very new. And uh, so like day to day, it's like we're getting new new decrees or new things to try to, um, try to you know, make life better for everyone. I'm just taking it one step at a time. Yeah, yeah. So, Craig, um, you are probably in direct communication with your family that's in the United States. Have they what's the what are those conversations like? Because I imagine, um, you know, people see TV shows, they see news reports and they just want to make sure you're okay. What kind of conversations are you having with family and friends that are in the States? Um, Mainly, uh, again, we're always very communicative and I try to be proactive on that um, just because. Uh, you know, you want to keep your family at ease too. So, um, but they just, you know, be safe, be smart. Um, you know, like what's going on? Um, you know, like we're hearing this, what is actually going on? And so, um, cause again, depends on what news source and where it's coming from, no matter where you're at, um, or what time you hear. It's like, because there is a, you know, that time gap. So I go to bed and there's one thing. And then when they wake up, there is an, you know, when I wake up, there's a different story going on. Mm. And so it's always just trying to, um, or something's changed in the meantime. Uh, so it, you know, so it's just, but again, it's like, usually it's, it actually has not been too bad because the communication is, you know, it, we are so connected, which yeah. is pretty great just with, um, you know, social media and, all the different avenues of communicating makes it a little bit less lonely. Well, Craig, thank you so much yeah. for, uh, for calling into our show and, and hopefully we can keep updated uh, with you about yeah. how things are going over in Italy. Thank you so much. Thank you. Best of luck to Thanks, you. Thanks, Craig. Uh, that was Craig Melhorn. He's a friend of Holly's who um, is in Rome as we speak and was calling us actually from Rome uh, to tell us a little bit about their experience on the other side of the world when it comes to coronavirus. Uh, we are having our own experience here in the Twin Cities, mm-hmm. and I know that we have some updates about coronavirus, but also we have some good things happening locally. Oh, yeah. And one of them we definitely want to highlight for you. We'll tell you about it when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Well, I know a lot of things seem like a bunch of doom and gloom around here. We are feeling it too on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. But uh, there is Bye. actually something really great that's happening locally around the coronavirus. Right, Bradley? Yeah, absolutely. When I read this, this was a, a little bright spot in all the sea of bad news we've been confronted with. Now, the story is still about coronavirus, but it's about something very positive that's happening right here in our own backyard in Minnesota. And M Health Fairview is offering something that's pretty, you know, um, well, I'll just tell you what it is, and then we can talk about why it's special. So M Health Fairview uh, is offering curbside coronavirus testing in a few different locations. Uh, across the city, there was a report from Care 11, and it explains how this all works. Essentially, um, it's like what we've seen in other countries, yep. mostly. I don't know that we've seen a ton of this in the United States yet, um, but it's something that allows people essentially to pull up, get tested, and have their results taken care of, all in a way 
that is quick, efficient, and protects healthcare workers. Because mm-hmm. you know by now, if you've been paying attention, that going to the emergency room, if you think you might have something like coronavirus, can be very dangerous mm-hmm. for all the healthcare workers that are at that emergency room and then that entire hospital, right? Right. So um, when you have testing in a space that does not put a bunch of people at risk, that's a really good thing. They did a demonstration of this protocol on Tuesday where somebody would drive up, um, you know, the healthcare professional puts on some gloves, a mask, a face shield, and then goes up to the person who drives up. And then they have the person step out. Then they do a, bu- uh, a few swabs of a mouth and a nose. Mm-hmm. So they do a little swabby, swabby, swabby. Yep. And then they hand that off to another medical assistant who's in protective gear. And then, um, and those, I thought this was interesting. The way this works is those swabs are doing two things. One, they're testing for the regular old flu. Mm -hmm. And the other one is for the coronavirus. And the reason uh, they do that, of course, is because they want to rule out the flu. Because if you have the common uh, influenza virus, Mm -hmm. you're not going to have coronavirus. Right, you have one or the other. Which is interesting, and that's a Mm -hmm. question I would have for a healthcare professional. Why can't you have two? But apparently, if you've got Um, one, you don't have the other. Sounds good to me. So I don't want either, thanks. I know, and I certainly don't want both. But... Mm -hmm. But then you go drive off in a way and find out, you know, presumably if you have symptoms, like stay away from people, but go back to your home and then find out what your test is. And it's now offered, as I said, at 4M Health Fairview locations. You do need to call ahead, though, for details and availability. Um, and in fact, uh, they they say in this article, it's or during this interview rather, it's very important that you contact your healthcare provider before you show up. You can't just like, mm-hmm. hey guys, let's drive over and get a coronavirus test. Yeah. I mean, we might be there at some point, but for right now, um, they want you to call your healthcare provider. But it is an option. Um, and if if your healthcare provider thinks you know you've, for example, been exposed to somebody who has a known case of coronavirus, or you've been to one of those high risk countries, then uh, that test might be indicated, and then you have this as an option. And that way, I just I like seeing the things that people are doing from a positive right perspective because so much of the the doom and gloom around this story is not productive in that. Yes, we need to know information, but like, give me something that I can hold on to and feel good about. And I think this is one of those stories. You know, it's we were kind of talking about this a little bit off the air this morning, and I've been talking about it with other people in my social circle. And there's there's fear out there. It is scary. There is cause for concern. There are things we should be paying attention to. There are people and entities that are in a full-blown panic mode, and that's not necessarily uh, constructive to the greater good. However, there are some, this is a great positive story, and there's also some other positive things that you can kind of grab out of this. For example, if there's one thing that we are learning by watching how this is spreading, it is how truly connected we really are. Mm. Now, that sounds ridiculous, but it is the truth. This, you know, to to have an awareness of how we interact with each other mm-hmm. on a daily basis, and then also to have an appreciation for what it looks like when we can't interact with each other in the same way because of the spread of illness. It can also present sort of a level of gratitude for you, and also just recognizing, especially if you are a person who has the luxury of. Um, you know, considering whether or not you're going to be going on your spring break trip or 
considering how you would handle your child being home from school, mm-hmm. it it gives you another opportunity to realize really how fortunate you are yeah, to you, have those things. Many gratitude moments yeah. in front of you. But you have to take them. Like you can't just sort of let them fly by. Um, and that's, I think, one of the things that's going to help us all get through this. The the other thing that um, I've been thinking about in terms of holding on to some like really good uh, positive things is that very often, and I've learned this lesson myself in life, that when you feel like you're like, I don't know what to do. What can I do? Can I do this? Can I do that? Like I already bought my 25 pound bag of rice. I already got my, my kitchen stocked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I got my plans in place. I know what I'm doing. Now what do I do? And the thing that I, I've been thinking about a lot is think about all of the people right now who don't have what you have. Right. And and I this is so obvious and it's so obvious. Mm-hmm. And so many people have already said this, but I feel like now is the time to jump on this. There are so many people who are like suffering from a number of things right now and mm-hmm. that are around you, probably not very far from you, whether it's an illness of another kind, yeah. uh, whether it's a chronic illness, whether it's like a personal issue, whether like somebody needs something that you can actually give them right now. Mm-hmm. And whether that's just a call like, hey, thinking about you like that does two things. It helps the person, but then it also helps you because it makes you feel like you're not helpless. And that. I will tell you, I think that the biggest, not the biggest, one of the lessons that we are, Mm -hmm. I'm getting real ooey-wooey. Let's go there, man. One of the lessons we all get to learn right now, if we want to, is we are so connected that that cannot, that is sometimes not always a good thing. Mm -hmm. What I mean by that is constantly bombarding yourself with a bunch of negative stuff can have an effect on you. So try to find some positive in there that you can counterbalance the negative with because it's not that far in front of you. Namaste. Namaste right here. Yeah, because when we come back, we've got dumb people doing dumb things. We'll tell you positive (laughs) stories about that on My Talk 1071. I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does, weirdos. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Let's go back to Florida. Okay. Hi. I would like to, Hi. I would like to introduce you to 25-year-old Safra Shakur. Excuse me, who? Safra Shakur. Okay. He burgled something recently, and, mm. well, it was not good. Now, this was all recorded on a Ring video surveillance camera. Thank God for those little things, right? I mean, they just see everything. I mean, yes. Everything. They also scare me a little bit, but yes. Yeah, because they're connected to your home. Anyway, um, but that's not why I'm talking. Uh, so it was about 1 in the a.m. And a, uh, this uh, Safra Shakur um, was arrested after he stole something from a neighbor's truck. Mm-hmm. Yep. He stole something from a neighbor's truck. Now, burglary is not unusual. It's Bur- very burglary common. Burglary is not usual. Um, but it is what he burgled that earned him crazy, stupid idiot status. A dozen donuts. No, toilet paper. Oh. (laughs) So you know that there's a thing called, I don't know if you've heard of this, coronavirus. Excuse me, what? 
And uh, it has been prompting panicked people to uh, trot their way to the grocery store to pick up a roll or two extra of the TP. Because they're worried about the trots. Yes, exactly. Well, you don't want trots without the paper. Because what kind of world is that we're going to live in? Anyway, uh, I don't know if this is this had any if the coronavirus had anything to do. But Safraz Shakur at about 130 in the a.m. was surveilled on the ring video system, entering an unlocked truck's backseat and swiping a roll of toilet paper from a six pack of smart and simple bath tissue. Now, I have a question. Yeah. Have you ever used smart and simple bath tissue? No, but it sounds both smart and simple, which is so lovely. Also, why does toilet paper need to be smart? It has to know where to go. It really doesn't. No, you're right. You do I the know. you do that part. Um, the toilet paper just yes, does its do. thing. It just wipes away the, the doo doo. <laughs> um, and but here's the thing: I want to know about this. This is a dollar. For six rolls. It is the cheapest brand on the market. It sells for a dollar at Dollar General, although they are currently out of stock. Well, I mean, everybody's out of stock. The product is described as made in USA from 100% recycled fiber. Sounds lovely. Ooh, I don't know that. I'm just Actually, saying, sounds like, like it might hurt a little I bit. I feel like this is not good. But the 230 pound Shakur. Uh, was arrested and consented to the search of his person, whereupon they found a single roll of toilet PP paper. Excuse me, mm-hmm. TP paper mm-hmm. is what I meant to say, not PP paper. Although, well, that's what it is. Yeah, uh, more for you than me. Uh, mm-hmm. And they seized it uh, and returned it to the vehicle. You know what? That's Can just, you imagine? I'm sorry. I just had a whole different thought that I need to go down the rabbit hole of. Do you realize that if you have a home with a lot of women in it, you probably need more toilet paper? Oh, of course you do. That just didn't even occur to me. Really? Yeah, it really didn't. We have a home of men, I guess, maybe. I mean, I have more men than gals, more guys than gals in my house. Um, But it totally just occurred to me that, like, people's TP needs are different. Everybody has different TP needs. Yeah. Now, a lot of men overuse the TP. It's like, girl. That thing don't need to be that clean. I mean, it's fine. Take a shower. Take a shower if it's that dirty. But here's what I also wanted to just think about. Do you have your, um, do you have that thing ready? Mm -hmm. Because I'm going to unload something. Okay. (laughs) Can't wait. Bad choice of words. Here we go. Also, at the point at which you need to open your neighbor's truck to take a roll of toilet paper mm-hmm. because the world is out of toilet paper and you're being arrested for it. Now you're going to go to jail because you stole or you took a roll of toilet paper that retails for about, what would that be? 15 cents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just feel like maybe that's not the best use of our time. Was that where we needed Yeah, okay. I'm just saying, like, how sad is it? But there's TP in jail. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but think about it. This guy's going to jail for 15 cents. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who's the idiot, though? <laughs> okay, can I just say, Holly's, like, <laughs> doubled over. <sighs> I have this dumb... App on my phone called Soundbox that I forget that I have it and then suddenly I'll need it and I'm like, oh, this will be great. And it just has a bunch of dumb sound effects. Yeah. 
And so you can pull it out, and it really enhances any conversation. Yeah, and lately, within the last 24 hours, we've been doing it frequently whenever there's more bad news, because it's just like, well, what do you do? Laugh in the face of it. Ha ha. That's how we cope. But Duh, uh, Winning. But again, <laughs> just like the fact that this dude is going to go to jail for 15 cents seems mm-hmm. like maybe you could have just said, here's some toilet paper, dude. Yeah. Go on your way. Can we go to England, jolly old England, for yes. our next crazy, for stupid now. idiot? Yeah, right. Uh, there's a 57 year old businessman by the name of Maurice Sines. He lives in Kent, England. Okay. Um, and uh, here's what had happened. Um, he left a. He's really rich. He has a five hundred twenty thousand dollar Rolls Royce Phantom. That's his car. Okay, that's probably very expensive. He also has a driver for his car. So he's a guy with some dollars. Um, well, he was leaving a golf tournament in his $520,000 Rolls Royce Phantom. And uh, the cops tried to pull him over. Maybe it's because he sped off. I don't know. But what happened next will change your life forever. Maurice said to his chauffeur, no, do not stop. Keep going. In fact, go faster. And the police chased him. This turned into a high-speed chase. With his driver? His driver was driving. <laughs> the police were behind him. Drive, man, drive! Eventually, I'm going to say probably, I don't know, 45 to 50 seconds later, the police caught up with them and they had to pull over. Okay. And Maurice admitted that, yes, indeed, he had made his driver go on the chase because guess why? He was in the back seat getting it on with a lady who wasn't his wife. And he didn't want to get pulled over because he didn't want to get caught. Um, and he wanted to finish the activity that they were engaged in. Um, and actually, I would just like to phrase it in the way that he phrased um, it. Okay. He said to the police, I had a bird in the back was having a shag. He called his mistress a bird. Is this like 1967? Right. I had a bed in the back and we were just having a shag. Anyway, he was uh, in court this week. He got an eight month suspended sentence and some fines for the dangerous driving. His driver, by the way, was not charged. I don't understand how that works. No word on how his wife feels about all of this. I was going to say, presumably his wife was not amused. Mm. I can only imagine. But I'm pumped. Okay. Um, that was in where? Jolly old England. Well, it's not very jolly now, but okay. I think um, he was jolly. He was getting his jollies. Yeah, it sounded good to him. Um, I want to go back to Florida. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, Florida. Florida. In fact, I want to go to Holiday, Florida, which is a suburb of Tampa. Mm. So I'm going to tell you about a very interesting tampon. Mm, I love the tampons. And uh, this particular tampon is named Tyler Hardman. Okay. And Tyler Hardman... I bet he loves that name. Right? Uh, Well, Mr. Hardman engaged in something recently that earned him crazy stupid idiot status. And it involves a fist and a McDouble. Uh, Was he double fisting a McDouble? No. Oh, hold on. I wasn't ready. No. In fact, he threw a McDouble with his fist at someone's head. You guys, why do people do this? It's a waste of a perfectly yes. good McDouble. Also, is that just a double cheeseburger? A McDouble? I think so. Okay. 
Mm -hmm. I have a lot of questions. Okay, anyway, so he ordered a McDouble, got into an argument, and then threw some punches, ripped a shirt off the victim, and threw a, a double burger at him. And caused some redness and some lacerations upon his victim. Also threw a vaping device at him, mm. which struck him in the left knee and made him do that weird knee thing. You know, that you when you go to your doctor and they test your reflexes, oh, yeah. it's like, boing, you have yeah. no control over it. So yeah. anyway, that had happened. I don't know why the, the story doesn't tell us why he threw the double burger I mean, it in doesn't, the fists. Does it matter? No, why? It's just a like, waste of a perfectly a waste of good a burger. burger. Rude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <sighs> All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, tis the time you've all been waiting for. We play a little game at 2.45 every day. It's called the Throwback Live. We're going to do that after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.